morning, everybody. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the TNT devotional here at New Hope Church. Man, I am so glad that you have joined us. Um, my name is Howard. If you do not know me, my name is Howard. I'm the Alvin Campus Pastor, and I'll tell you that I am excited to be here with you this morning. I'm probably even a little more excited than I would normally be because this Sunday, we're headed back to the buildings. Yes, we are. That's right. This Sunday, September 13th, is our grand regathering at all four campuses. Um, now, at the Webster campus, we'll be having two services at 945 and 1115. And then at the 288 Alvin and Friendswood campuses, we'll be having three at uh, 815, 945, and 1115. And I'm so excited. And I can tell you guys that for the staff, we couldn't be more pumped. I mean, man, really, we're, we're just like you guys. We, you know, we've all been looking forward to this time when we could get together again, see everybody face to face or at least mask to mask, I guess, as the case would be. Um, and unlike last time, when we opened up for a couple of weeks, we're trying to open up all of our areas. So, some things will be a little different because of social distancing and just us trying our best to maintain a safe environment. So we'll still be using every other row in the auditorium, trying to leave more space. Um, we'll still be skipping seats uh, between parties. Uh, we are gonna have the cafe open, but we're gonna be doing pre-packaged food instead. Now, Here's some trivia. If you asked me what my favorite prepackaged food item was in the whole world, I would tell you that it's those little gem donuts. And if that's you too, uh, you'll be excited to know that I saw boxes and boxes and boxes of chocolate and powdered sugar gem donuts ready to go for Sunday. So at Alvin, I'll need you to keep Charlene busy. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right. We uh, also will be having bottled water. We'll have bottled water. Uh, you'll need to plan on bringing your own coffee. If you're like me and you have to have coffee in the morning. Um, and New Hope Kids will be open. Uh, but we're also having to cap the number of kids in our room because of distancing requirements. So uh, here's my tip. Tip from Howard. You might want to attend an 815 service if you have kids because we tend to have lower numbers of kids in that service. Uh, and, and think about the Alvin campus, those of you that go there, we have super small classrooms at Alvin. So our cap number is gonna be much lower than the amount of kids we are sometimes able to cram in there. But I just ask, man, that everybody have some grace and, and show some grace and realize that we are doing our very best to get this stuff figured out, and we will be increasing our NHK capacity as soon as we are able to do so. So New Hope students will be open as well. So, you know, it's going to feel as normal as we can possibly make it feel. So come, come and just celebrate with us this Sunday. Please, please come and join us. Now, if you cannot make it to our physical building or you are just not ready to take that step yet, then please Continue to join us at 945 for our live streaming service. Um, man, that thing is just amazing. We have been able to, to, to broadcast to so many more folks through our iCampus, and I am still so overwhelmed and, and thankful to our givers who have enabled us to, to build the iCampus studio so that we can be able to reach even further 
even further spreading the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen, man. Amen. Uh, thank you. Um, but if you've never joined us before, you just happened to appear today, you followed someone's suggestion, you were invited, welcome, welcome. We are so excited that you have joined us. We come together like this every Tuesday and Thursday, hence the TNT name at 8 a.m. on YouTube and Facebook. And we got lots of great people that join us. Um, let me see if I can see a few names here. I got them both kind of pulled up. Facebook. Uh, good morning to Michael McDonald and Linda Bro and Cindy Aubrey, woo, and Myra Coulter, and um, let's see, on YouTube, Tim Preby, that's my man, Christy Horner, Joe D, Gordon S, everybody, just thank you so much for joining us. But if you are new with us, here's our plan. Uh, every time we just get together and we read through some scripture and, and we find some encouragement from God's word. And we also love to greet each other and pray for one another. So make sure that you take time to say hi in the comment section. Uh, let us know where you're joining us from. And let me just tell you that if you would like prayer for anything, if you would like prayer for anything, we have folks on here that would love nothing more than to pray for you. So just type it right there into the comment section. All right. If you do have your Bible, though, we're going to be in 1 John chapter 3 today. 1 John chapter 3, it's right there near the end of the Bible, right before Revelation, a little bit before Revelation. And, and let me talk to you a bit about why I want to go there. Okay. This is a crazy time that we find ourselves in. I know that that's not news to you, but you know, not just with the pandemic and all of the COVID related stuff, but all the things that are happening in our country. And man, we just seem so divided and, and, and so angry and, and nobody seems to really be talking. We just yell and, and we post all of our thoughts on Twitter and Facebook and we call people names that don't agree with us. And, you know, now it's election season and I just know it's going to continue to get worse and worse. And sometimes this is me just being honest here. I just, I just kind of feel overwhelmed. Like, like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? That kind of stuff. And Maybe you have found yourself in the same place. I mean, everything just seems crazy and overwhelming. And I'm just going to tell you that when I do find myself kind of feeling that way, when I'm kind of unsure about things, I always seem to find my place again by holding on to certain truths. These are the things that my good friend, Pastor John Davis, who was with us a few weeks ago, Pastor John says, these are things you know that you know. You just know that you know these things. So these are the things that when everything does get confusing, you can still hold on to these and you can continue to, to stand firm. For example, I know that God created this world. I know that God created us. And he created us for the purpose of establishing a relationship with us by which we would acknowledge and glorify him. And, and he gave us free will. And, and, and then when we use that free will to, to break this bond between us and him, he sent his son, his one and only son, Jesus, to pay the penalty for our sin, to sacrifice himself so that, that we could be made righteous again to the glory of the father. Those are things I know that I know. 
But when Jesus asked, was asked what the greatest commandment was in Mark 12, he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So love God and love others. Love God, love others. So loving God that one's pretty easy to understand, right? I mean, God, the powerful creator of all there is, this world, the stars, the heavens, all of us, he loved us enough to send his son for our benefit, for our salvation. Praise the Lord. Man, that's awesome. It's easy to get excited about loving God. But what about loving others? And that's where I want to look in 1 John 3 today. We're going to start in the second part of verse 10. So 10b, it says, Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. So right off the bat, we see that John is tying these ideas together of righteousness, God's righteousness, and love. If we have new life in Christ... If we've been made righteous, then that new life has given us the ability to love. Loving our neighbor, think of it this way, loving our neighbor is our righteousness in action. It's how it shows itself. All right, look at verse 11. For this is the message you heard from the beginning. We should love one another. Do not be like Cain who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. So John is acknowledging here that, that, that what we're being called to do, to love others, that's not natural. It's not natural. If it was, this world would be a super loving place, right? But I think you'd all agree with me that it's not. You know, the funny thing is there's so many people that think that it can be, but they don't want to include God as if somehow God is the problem. And uh, Don't get me started on that. Different, different topic for a different day. But here is the key verse in this whole section for me. It's verse 14. It says, we know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. So John is saying this is the proof. This is the proof. This is the proof that we have passed from death to life, that we have been renewed, that we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us because we are physically of this world. But when we love each other, we're doing something that this world cannot do. And the only explanation is God. The most undeniable proof that we have experienced the grace of God in our own lives is that God's love begins to grow in us. In other words, the more we know God, the more we have capacity to love others. All right, let's jump down to verse 16. It says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possession and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity, so that word pity there, um, it's, it means like a deep emotional concern or what they would call like an affectionate kind of sympathy. Like, 
It's for someone you really care about. Like if you can imagine a friend or a family member going through something bad, that feeling that you would have. Um, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. This is how we know we, that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. So this is saying that when we're acting in love, not only is it evidence of our faith in action, but it's how our hearts find peace in his presence. Let's look at verse 20. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. And this is his command, to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he commanded us. So once again, love God, love other people. It's just that simple. Now verse 24, the one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit he gave us. And I'm just going to tell you, this is where I find my biggest encouragement in all of this. And I, and I, and I hope that you did too. God gave us his Holy Spirit. God gave us his Holy Spirit. It comes inside of us when we choose him and we choose him as Lord. And that is what, who allows us to love others as God's commanded. It's, it's not us. It's not me. It's not Howard. It's not you. It's not by my power or your power. There is nothing in our human makeup that tells us to put others first, to think of others before ourselves, to, to love people that we don't know or that we're not related to or man that we may not even like. It is not of ourselves. It is by the Holy Spirit. It is by God's own power that we are able to love one another. And, and I just want to say this too. You can't love people if you're not connected to people. And on one hand, I, I know that's gotten a lot harder during this pandemic. Man, we, we can't go as many places. We're all wearing the mask. It just feels weird and awkward when you see people. Are they smiling underneath that thing? Is that who I think it is? You know, but on the other hand, it's gotten a lot easier too. I mean, during these devotionals, it, it's, it's mostly a one-way conversation. I get that, but I do read the comments. But, you know, now we have the ability to connect with others from home using our, our computers and our smartphones. And, and so I just want to encourage you to take advantage of this technology and get into one of our New Hope Life Groups. We're about to kick off our fall life groups. And I'm just telling you, if you're not in one, you need to be in one. And I don't feel bad telling you that and saying it like that because I just believe in them so strongly. I am in two. One is a, is a men's group. It meets in person at the 1820 Coffee House in Alvin on Friday mornings at 6.30. If you're a guy, and you're not connected to a group, come on by. We'd love to have you. 
The other is a, is a couples group that my wife Charlene and I have been co-hosting and co-leading for, seriously, more than 15 years, probably closer to 20. And, and man, I'm old. I, that, just, that just makes me feel really old to say that. But that one is currently meeting online. We're, we're meeting online, but we still meet every single week to, to talk about our lives and to pray for one another and talk about what's going on. And I'll admit sometimes, seems like almost every Wednesday when we meet, sometimes I'm feeling way too busy to be taking time to meet. But I know, I know that I know how important it really is. I know how important it is to be connected to other folks, to be praying for one another, and to have the accountability to say, hey, I am here for you. I'm here for you. And I'm just telling you, if you are ready to join a group, then you need to text the word groups, groups, G-R-O-U-P-S, groups, to 642-123. You text that number, and uh, you'll get a link to our group finder. And I can feel it. I know a lot of you are getting ready to text that number and join a group. I can feel it. Um, we're going to also be opening a lot of new groups. So we're get, we've got a need for new leaders. And I'm just going to say that if you think that could be you, you're ready to go. Don't, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because we want to support you. We'll get you everything that you need to start a new group. We have curriculum. We have training. We can put you in touch with one of our experienced leaders that you can ask them questions and get some best practices. You know, I had somebody tell me once that uh, they only had, they started a group because they only had one time in their week where they could make it work and they couldn't find another group. And so they just said, I guess we'll start our own. So they started their own and that's why they, how they got started leading a group. But we need new leaders. So if you want to help us out and lead a group, here's what you do. You text the word serve. Text the word serve to 642-123. You'll get the volunteer application. Uh, You click on the life groups checks box, and then we'll get back in touch with you as soon as we can and make sure that we can get you set up. So whether you are ready to join a group or help us start a group, we definitely want to hear from you. And we want to do whatever we can do, whatever it takes for you to be able to to step out and get connected to a group of believers, get connected to a group that's committed to to loving and serving each other and serving outside. And man, that's what we want to do. We want to get all everybody connected in some meaningful group activities. All right, guys, that's all I have. I just want to say, be safe and be nice to one another, love one another. Love one another. Have faith, man. I know it's. I know in times of trouble we get stressed and it's a little harder to be nice, but just continue to have faith that God is going to get us through all of this. And he's going to continue to give you what you need when you need it. Those are things I know that I know, that I know that I know. All right, guys, let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, we just uh, thank you. We thank you for your great love for us, Lord. We do. We see that love in the gift of your son who gave himself for us on the cross. We see it in the gift of the Holy Spirit, Lord. Yes, we do. We choose you and we get the Holy Spirit and that enables us to do what we've talked about today, to love one another. Help us, Lord, as we continue to grow in you, to mature in you, to be able to reflect you and your love in all of our relationships, Lord. Um, help us to choose to walk in the light and to 
just not get bogged down by all the stuff that we see in the world, Lord. Help us to hold on to the things that we know that we know, Lord. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. All right, guys, we will see you this Sunday, 945 online. Remember that? We're still streaming the 945 online. Uh, 945 and 1115 live at Webster in person and at, at 288 Alvin and Friendswood, 815, 945 and 1115. You guys have a great day.